0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo esports podcast for the week of January 30th, 2018. My name is Josh, a.k.a. J.K. Fire, and today I am joined forever and always by the producer slash the tired one, Will, a.k.a. Mr. Mayhem.
1: What's going on, man?
0: Oh, you know, we're both exhausted work took us out of it you had a pond hockey tournament and also another hockey game
1: that you were doing as well yeah three three hockey games yesterday it's, Did, it was a tiring weekend
0: but it was a fun weekend right yes it was there you go I enjoyed it very much see well will here is the um, athletic one of the group i am not instead i went and saw the post which is the new steven spielberg film which is up for best uh picture of the oscars it's a great movie i recommend you watch it if you haven't seen it yet
1: uh, without any spoilers, uh, best part, favorite thing you liked about it?
0: I, well, okay, I'm not going to. I'll tell you what my least favorite part is. Okay. And technically, this isn't a spoiler because the movie's based on true events. So you should already know what it's about. So at the very end. Possible that, spoiler warning. This is not a spoiler. <laughs> Calm down, people. At the very end of the film. um. So the whole film is based when Richard Nixon is president. Okay. And. It's about like the the Vietnam War. That's what the whole movie's about is the Vietnam War and and a huge conspiracy and whatnot and how we shouldn't have been there and blah blah blah. That's what the movie's about. But at the very end, Richard Nixon says, "I don't want anybody from the Washington Post in my in my White House." And blah 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 blah. And in the very the final scene of the movie is you see, um, people breaking into I believe what is the Pentagon to get stuff about Watergate. And if you don't know, Richard Nixon was the biggest part about Watergate. So I just thought it was really stupid that they played into that. And it was a really just dumb scene to have at the very end of the movie. It's like, why would you're not going to I mean, if you make another one, who cares? Yeah. it, that was the dumbest thing, in my opinion, but that's besides the point. You know what we're here to actually talk about is some Halo.
1: We have some Halo news this week.
0: Oh man, but first and foremost, we can't move on to the news unless we talk about Roster Media.
1: Surprisingly, not as much happening this week as previous weeks. Thank God. I'm
0: getting sick of reporting on this every single week. It's getting yeah. ridiculous. But you know what? It's okay, because like you said, we don't have a lot today, so that's great. Um. Well, do we have anything for South America?
1: Nothing to report at this time. Thank God.
0: Um. <laughs> next up, we have Mexico. Uh. And the only thing that's changed is instead of the only thing that's changed is the name of a team. So the roster didn't change. This was Chosen Legacy, which was the old name. Now it's Aztec Gaming. Um. Again, this still consists of Nasty Bullet, Sebastian. Wait, well, you no. Know, it did make a roster change. I'm stupid. So we have Nasty Bullet, Sebastian. We messed up this name, I think, but. I don't know how to You pronounce this next one. What's this name?
1: Thrillo?
0: Uh, Thrillo? Sure, Thrillo. And then instead of Hendius, Hendius is now out, and instead it is Shikov? Chikov?
1: To the best of our knowledge, yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm telling you guys, make better gamer tags. This is getting <laughs> ridiculous. Um, so yeah. Chosen Legacy is the old name. Now it's Aztec Gaming, and Hendias is out. Chikov is in. That's what's changed there. Next up for Australia, we have Integral Nation. Um, This consists of Cypher, Alex, Jaro, and Coltsan. I believe we've hit on a couple of these players in week one or week two. Um, So it looks like they're just going to be a new squad there. And this one, this team, did not change anything roster-wise. But there is a new organization in the mix. Overhaul was the old name of this team. Now it is Mind Freak. Again, this consists of Berserk, Madzy, Seduce, and T Jr. D. That does it for Australia. Next up, we have the EU. Um, looks like, again, same team, different name. So what was the Drought 3 is now Maestro, which looks to be a new organization. This, again, consists of Batchford. Too Foxy, Flux, and Ramirez. Next up, we have the Leftovers. Uh, no organization tied to, this, to these guys yet, but the squad consists of Buck 20, Morga, Shabby Dagger, and Z. If that's how you pronounce Zuh. that. <laughs> Z, Zuh. <laughs> Zuh, dude. Uh, that was really stupid on my part, so I apologize for that. And then next up, we have Soaring. Um, this is just a roster change, so. Morga, we just talked about, is on the leftovers. He is now off of the soaring roster, and instead, Fragger is in. And then the remaining lineup is Cristola, SLG, and So And
1: Will e- I think EU has some of my favorite names? With, they really do. With Too Foxy, Shabby Dagger, and So <laughs> Snaky. I don't know something about those names. I just I like it. I oh like it, guys. God. Too Foxy. Too Foxy. Um, and, and So Snaky. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, All I'll right. give it to you there. And then uh Will, do we have anything for North America?
1: No. Uh, surprisingly, you know, this is probably because of tournament points and or pro points and everything going on, but there's nothing coming out of North America for changes.
0: I'll take it though. That's that's good because considering they have the most amount of teams, it's I like having a slow week in the roster. Because that means we actually get to spend a little bit more time talking about the news. And boy, uh, Oh wait, you oh, well, What do you have to add here, Well, I'll have to
1: add is I I think that teams staying together more often would be huge for the esports scene. Sure. I think all the changes that happen constantly kind of it's harder to follow. That's why we're here. But um
0: <laughs> that's very true. Very true.
1: Uh but yeah, if if there was just more consistency in the rosters, I think it would make it much easier to bring in more viewers.
0: And not only that, but how many how often do you see rosters change for League of Legends teams, for Dota teams, for Counter-Strike teams, for all these other higher-end esports, like, I I never hear rosters changing at all. And I mean, I guess that's why, um, if you guys don't know about the Overwatch League, like, if you look at a team's roster for the Overwatch League, they have backups. Like, they have backup players. Right, ready to go. Yep, which is weird. It's It's like regular sports at this point, which yeah. is... I mean, I see what they're going for. That's what they're going. That's what they're trying to get to. Is to make it so like esports are like real sports. And I'm not saying that they're not. Okay, that's gonna hit a like a really strong note there. There's a whole debate whether or not esports are actual sports or not. I'm a believer that they are. They're just not a physical sport, but I do believe they are sports.
1: Well, it's like a it's it's a um. It takes mental ability, of course, to know the maps, to know what what, what your positioning is, what you need to be doing for every game. And then it also takes controller movements, you know, hand movements, physical aspect of it as well.
0: And not only that, but you know what? I should take back what I said about it not being a physical sport because realistically, if you look into these players and whatnot, they are working out every day or as much as they possibly can to not only like to get their mind right, but to also just build up their muscle strength, which you need. Yeah. So maybe it is a physical sport too. I'm going to take back what the hell I said. Um, Will, are you ready to move on to the news? Let's go to some news. What do we got today, Josh? So first and foremost, we thought it was going to be coming, but now we actually have an official statement from the three, four, three team. Um, oddball is officially out of the halo world championship 2018 season. um, Will, do you mind if I read this article real quick? Go for it. Okay, perfect. So this was posted on January 24th, 2018 um, over at HaloWaypoint.com. Again, links to all the news articles we talk about today are going to be in the show notes of the show, so please go ahead and take a look if you were interested. All right, this comes from the official HCS account. As promised, we're following up on last week's forum post with an update on the status of Oddball after this past weekend's Game Battles qualifying play. This week, we conducted an official survey of pro players to gather final feedback on the latest Oddball settings to help uh, drive a final decision for the Halo World Championship 2018 season. As we discussed last week, there's been plenty of vocal opponents, as well as some proponents of Oddball, but given of all the changes that have been made, we opted to keep it in play while closely monitoring how it performed during week 2 of the Game Battles Online qualifiers. While our goal has always been to try and freshen up the offerings for players and viewers alike, and we'd really hoped Oddball would be one way to achieve that, at the end of the day, the most important consideration for our team is putting together a high-quality Halo World Championship program that's fair and competitive for all participants. Based on concerns around spawns and overall gameplay flow, which were corroborated by pro survey results, we have decided to remove Oddball from the Halo World Championship 2018 lineup. This change is effective immediately, and Oddball will not return in Halo World Championship online qualifiers or upcoming events. For those interested in the numbers, amongst top pro players from around the world, the results for the survey question, and I quote, How do you feel about adding Oddball to the game-type rotation for Halo WC 2018, end quote, came back approximately 76% against and 22% in favor, with 2% of players stated they neither liked nor disliked the mode, with nearly all players listing spawning as the top issue with the current version. This isn't a decision the team has taken lightly, and it's important to us that we did did the due diligence to drive this outcome. While it's possible that Oddball may return down the road for future Halo competitive play, we're all in agreement that this current iteration today doesn't quite meet the bar for Halo World Championship 2018. Lastly, we we touched on the open item of the Xbox One X in the last week's forum post, and as of today, that decision is still pending final testing, with help from the partners at MLG. As soon as we have a final call, we'll be sure to let you know which console will be used for play. So, the pros were right. And remember when we talked about... So, the news article's over, by the way, folks. Um, Will, remember when we talked about... uh, I think it was last week. Yeah, it was last week or the week before that... um, Was it Snakebite? I think it was Snakebite. That got into a conversation with one of the guys over at MLG saying none of the pro players want this. Based off those poll results, I think that's true, that nobody wanted this game type in there.
1: Yeah, those are big numbers to try to go against. Um,
0: like, if it was 50-50, I'd be like, okay, you have an argument there. But no,
1: this wasn't, this is a landslide. No, it's conclusive that they don't want it. Exactly. And uh, we, well, we talked about it last week, is that I think Oddball would be great to introduce, they just didn't do it the right way. They should have um, implemented it earlier, had all the settings figured out before the season came along. Right. Maybe we'll see it in the future, but for now, see ya, Oddball.
0: See ya, Oddball, indeed. Um. Next up, we're going to... Do you want me just to combine both segments into one right here? Sure, Will? go ahead. Okay. So... Will and I had a little bit of a debate over this before we started the show today, um, whether or not this was indeed a news item or just a community creations item, so gosh darn it, we're going to combine it into both. So, um, this is the community creations segment as well as news. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't remember Extraction, the hot game mode from Halo 4, well, ladies and gentlemen, it has returned in Halo 5, but not by the official developers over at 343. Instead, a team of dedicated forgers have taken their time to actually create it within Halo 5. Again, this is a forge game type. Fully made and fully released, so everybody can go try it out if they want to download the game type, and there are special variants of already uh, base maps in Halo 5 for you to play it on. Um, If you don't know what extraction is, there is a point on the map. You go and try to, quote-unquote, extract the point from the map. And the first team to however many extractions wins. And once that first extraction point is extracted, the point moves to a different point on the map. So, Will, you made a good comparison. What was it?
1: It's kind of like... um headquarters in Call of Duty.
0: Yes. I like that. That was a good, I like that comparison. I think it makes perfect sense. Um, So yeah, go try out Extraction. It looks awesome. Vetoed, who we have highlighted before on this show, was streaming it. And yes, there were criticisms, of course, because there's always criticisms. Everything can be better. But he seemed like he really enjoyed it. So, who knows? Maybe instead of Oddball next year, maybe we'll have Extraction. Ooh. I doubt it. (laughs) i'm not gonna get my hopes up
1: you you did say that pros seem to like extraction back when it was a thing
0: it seems like it it seemed like
1: it seemed like it okay
0: yep now i haven't heard i haven't heard a lot of pros like talking about this because they're too focused on practicing for worlds which is under it's completely understandable right but um who knows maybe after the world season uh maybe they can take a deeper look into this and see if gauge interest on it who knows we'll see what happens Um, next part of the news, we have a little bit of, so if you guys watch the uh, broadcasts on the official Halo channel on Twitch and on Mixer, then during break times between matches, you may seem like you may see community clips being represented. Well, you can actually submit your own clips if you'd like to for MLG Orlando, which is coming up Uh next month I, I still forget that it's still January um Orlando is in February right yeah I'm not mistaken I thought it, okay good whoo man our own show and I almost forgot when the first event was oh man I'm tired um no but if you guys want to submit your own clips to maybe be represented during the MLG Orlando stream then the link will be included in the show notes so go ahead and uh submit your clips and we'll see if you guys get highlighted which is pretty sweet Um, let's see. Next up on the news. Well, Will, do you have anything to add before we move on to the next one? Nope. Okay. Next one. We have a couple talent lineups for both MLG Orlando and MLG London. So first up for MLG Orlando, let me like expand this image so I can actually name these people. Okay. This is a big one. We got a big old lineup. You ready, Will? Let's hear it. Here we go. Your official talent lineup. Again, these are going to be the analysts and the casters for MLG Orlando that you will see their faces and hear their voices on the official streams. They include Richard Sims, Andy Bravo-Dodinsky, Mike Strongside-Kavanaugh. I hope. I'm so sorry, Strongside, if I mispronounce that, if you listen to this. Um, Dave Walshy-Walsh, Mike Onset-Hatcher, Kyle Elamite-Elam, Isaiah. Oh, God. Oh, God. What is it? Isaiah what? Isaiah Butters Baldonado. I'm going to say that's how you pronounce that last name. It's a badass. It's a badass last name. Um, Harry Lethal Thomas. Harry Wonderboy Sh- Shannon. Oh, Wonderboy. I'm so sorry if I mispronounced your last name, too. And then we have Alex Golden Boy Mendez. Love how Golden Boy's back in the picture as well. And if, uh, well, I talked to you about this a little bit earlier, but that I believe he was at that. He was doing something with that Counter Strike tournament that happened over the weekend too. So Golden Boy, he's getting around, man. That's awesome. Good for you. Next up, we have the official talent lineup for the Halo World Championship event in London, brought to you by Gfinity Esports. This consists of, lo and behold, Golden Boy is going to be there too. He's just, he's just oh, everywhere. Oh my goodness. So, Golden Boy will be there. Then we have Lottie Van Prague. I have not seen her before. That'll be cool. Good for her. Then we have Onset, Wonder Boy, Lethal, Bravo, Gaskin, which I'm surprised he's not going to be at Orlando. But hey, Gaskin, nice guy. Uh, Strongside, and elamite once again so good to see some returning talent good to see some new faces in there too i am really really excited for these events man oh my god i can't wait to watch some actual like
1: streams of it it's surprising (sighs) how fast they're coming up
0: it really is isn't it it's like i mean we always think oh there's another game battles tournament every weekend but it's it is bizarre that you have a vacation coming up in just a couple weeks we have a concert that we're going to soon. Uh, Fifty Shades Freed's coming out. Fucking kill me. And then we have MLG Orlando, so that's going to be awesome. Um, Let's see. Just a couple more pieces of news for you guys before we move on to the tournament recap. First and foremost, um, do you want to read, Will, do you want to read this seating deadline? Or do you want me to? It's
1: up to you. Um... My handheld computer that doubles as a communication device <laughs> is currently not pulling up that link. So if you would like to read, I'm having a little bit of difficulty over here.
0: It's okay. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be a podcast without technical difficulties based off <laughs> of every other show that I listen to. Um, that's fine. So Moses tweeted out, Um, At Moses underscore FPS. If you guys don't follow him, I highly recommend you should because he loves uh, Halo Esports just as much, if not more, than we do. So, great person. And he actually, he follows us on Twitter. I learned that today. So, thank you, Moses. What a guy. Um, He tweeted that, uh, public service announcement, February 5th is the Halo World Championship pro point seeding deadline for MLG Orlando. And there are also only five available North American pool play spots because Splice, Optic, and Reciprocity auto-qualify. So again, if you guys are competing or have, like, I'm sorry, but if you're thinking about competing now, you should have thought about that beforehand. But the seeding deadline for MLG Orlando for Pro Points is February 5th. And that is literally next week on Monday. So
1: a week from now. Yeah. So we have our last game battles tournaments this weekend.
0: And that's going to be it.
1: And then, then Orlando. Right. So good luck
0: to all those competing. Hopefully you guys can get your pro points. Get up in there. Um, and then the last bit of news that I added at the very end of this. Uh, let's, say you, let's say you're not a great team player. Or I don't even mean that in a negative way. Maybe you just like playing free-for-all. Maybe you like playing alone. Maybe you're a lone wolf out there. Well... There's an event for you. Actually, there's multiple events for you. Ladies and gentlemen, Microsoft Store and 343 Industries are excited to present the Halo 5 uh, FFA, or Free For All, qualifier series at all 83 full-line Microsoft Store locations. This comes from smash.gg backslash Mr. Halo. Wait, no. Mrs. Halo? MRS Halo? Mrs. Halo. There you go. Mrs. Halo. Um... Again, link to everything will be in the show notes. You can take a look as well. Especially if you want to compete, you can sign up at this link. Halo players from around the world will compete monthly for a qualifier spot and the opportunity to play against other stores to call themselves their region's champion. In the end, five regional winners will earn themselves a trip to Seattle to compete in the Halo World Championship FFA free-for-all finals for $10,000. Get
1: that cash. Get dat money yo Josh you're pretty good why don't you go play? no <laughs> I'm not that no this
0: okay people so I tell people all the time I, this so the 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 gentleman that was on the ride along with me at work I'm obviously not gonna name names so he was great by the way so don't think I have ill will towards him he's a great person and he did you did really well today so good for him but we talked about Halo for a little bit today and uh and I told him that like I understand there are bigger ones out there that but in my circle of people, I'm the biggest Halo nerd that, that's around. And so I told him that, and he's like, and, and I told him how we, uh, the wife and I went to Denver to see the tournament and whatnot, and he's like, oh, so do you, like, do you play with the pros? And I'm like, no. Like, I'm, I'm good, but I'm not, I'm not fucking that good. Like, there's, there's a whole disconnect between me and pro players. I would say I'm above average. That is how I brand myself. I'm an above-average Halo player. I am not anywhere near semi-pro. I'm not near pro. I'm above-average. So, for the record, I'm not being humble either. Like, that's legitimately where I place myself as above-average. Um. So, yeah. Like I said, follow the link. It'll be in the show notes. You can see where these regions are. You can see where these divisions are. You can see which uh, states have stores. And go compete. Get as as Will and I said, get that money. <laughs> um no, that's exciting. There this ex- this reminds me exactly um from way back in like the Halo two and Halo Three days, the so you know BIC like the, the company? Yeah. Okay. So there was a Bic Flex for FFA at every uh MLG tournament because MLG used to run all the tournaments back in the day. And so it was always the BIC flex FFA. And I think it was the I think it was the Bic Flex Four because that was their fourth iteration of their razor that they came out with. Oh wow! And so that was the sponsor. It was awesome. Um, so yeah, it's it's really cool to see that they're actually representing the FFA scene because I know that there are tons of people out there that like to play solo and that have such great individual skill. So I'm so happy to see them continually support this, and that's just awesome. Um. Will, are we ready to move on to tournament results?
1: Yeah, let's let's hear what happened.
0: Let's do it up. So first and foremost, again, I'm going to state this once because I stayed it once at the beginning of every tournament recap uh, segment of every show. There are a maximum of 2,000 pro points that will be awarded to the first place team no matter the region you are in. Pro points will then decrease depending upon the placing that you get within the tournament. So again, 2,000 points for first place, no matter the region you're in. Moving on from that, I will be talking about these in the time frame of which, play- of which they took place over the weekend. Um, first up, we have Australia. 17 teams competed in this tournament. Not a huge outcry, but you know, whatever. Good for them. for the first place team, $250 for the second place team. Mind Freak took first place with Integral Nation taking second. North America was next with a whopping 76 teams
1: competing in this tournament. Which was a pretty big decrease from the last couple tournaments we've seen, but still a big chunk of the teams But you have a good reason why you think that's what's happening. Well, it's because... The, the the top teams are dominating and winning every right. every time there's probably not enough pro points to go around with the <laughs> teams that sure. exited early in the previous tournaments
0: right and i think now that especially with the whole n- announcement of like no roster changes taking place um yeah you're right we we're we're get we're weeding out the other teams and we're really solidifying who our top hell our top 6 top 8 are so yeah, still, 76 teams is nothing to smirk about. It's still a good amount of teams that are yeah. competing still. Um, again, $1,500 for the first place team and $500 for the second place team. And Optic Gaming finally
1: clutched out a win. They they did. They broke through. They weren't able to win a game in the previous two tournaments. They finally got one here. Is- well...
0: Win the win the
1: tournament. Win the tournament. Yeah, I was yes. gonna say they've won games. Won games. Yes. Get yep. a, a solid series. first place series. win series. So um, is this uh, is this Optic Gaming flipping on the switch before Orlando, or yeah. do you do you think Splice still has a chance to knock them off that top spot?
0: So before we get into that, Splice did take second. So Optic beat Splice in the finals. Um, and I have here is the notable series is Optic beating Splice obviously and the fact that optic had to come back from a 2 deficit and again this is a best of five series so they were down two games if splice would have won one more then the tournament would have been over so they won with a reverse sweep taking the series three two three two over splice which is crazy and to answer your question will and i talked to you about this earlier if you guys weren't watching frosty's stream you should have Because there was a huge, and Will, you and I have talked about this before, where there is a, it's like there's a light switch that just turns on, and Optic are a completely different team at that point. It's like the Patriots in the Super Bowl. They may be losing, but then a switch gets flipped and then they win. So, during Frosty's stream, I forgot who exactly it was on Optic's team, but they were down 0-2 in the series, Splice need to win one more to win, and somebody on Optic's team says... Okay, let's wreck these kids now. And I, I that's probably not verbatim what was said... But it was something damn close to what I just said there. And as soon as that was said... As soon as the third game started... Optic were 100% different. 100% different. And not only that... But they won... I believe they were they were talking about how the, the two... So obviously they won three games in a row to win... But the first two games they played then won, so games three and four, uh, they said they were some of their worst game-type map com- combinations, and they still turned it around.
1: They still pulled it out.
0: So, t- to answer your question, yes. I think that they were finally showing, like, flexing their muscles a little bit and being like, yeah, we are. We're a world's team. This is what we do. We are... in." You we, we read it from Moses. Optic already qualified for Orlando. Right. But this it's for seeding, so it, it depends on who they're gonna face off against in the first bracket and whatnot. But yes, I think this is them finally showing like, yeah, if we just if we wanna win, we can win. No like nothing against splice. They're a phenomenal team. It's it's proven time and time again. They three o kids left and right. But I think it's just yeah, to answer your question, I think they definitely are turning up now.
1: Yeah, Optic seems when they it's kind of when they want to be, they can hit that switch and be on another level. I was kind of surprised to see them lose the first two tournaments to Splice just because sure. It's it's Optic. You figure they're well. It wasn't even Optic? I don't even
0: think it was Optic
1: in the first tournament. That's right. Um
0: it was Ambush, ambush wasn't, wasn't it? it? Yeah, which I maybe it was ambushed splice in the finals, I think. You you are correct. Yeah, and then splice just dominated them, but those expected. Um, and the other thing is too, we talked about it last week as well that I'm still waiting to see what reciprocity does because they are guaranteed in Orlando, but I nothing I've seen has made me think like they are a top two team. Yeah, they're top four. There's no doubt about it. They're top four. I mean, come on. But top two? And so, um, Sims, Richard Sims, who's going to be one of the casters for Orlando, he he tweeted out and he said, I don't think you guys realize what reciprocity is going to be able to do at Orlando. He thinks that they're going to just absolutely, tur- absolutely turn up. They have the skill to do so. I'm just waiting to see it happen.
1: I'm wondering if this is a case of they've already qualified, so what's the motivation to really push hard in these tournaments
0: i hope that's not the case because well, I, I, I
1: hope so as well right
0: because this is all based off seeding and i don't know about you but i mean i i get it, it they're gonna be like optics go again optic and splice are gonna go against the two worst teams ever and they're gonna steamroll them and it's gonna be the way until we get to like the top i'd say the round the top 12 because I don't even know about top 16, but once we get to around like the top 12, it's gonna be like, okay, now we gotta start showing up. Now we determine who we actually face against. In which case, I th- I still think the seeding matters. Um but yeah, I don't I don't know, man. I really hope I want this to be a tight series. Well, I want I this agree. to be a tight tournament.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping it's really good.
0: Right. And there's nothing saying it's not going to be, but we only have what we have to go off of. Um Okay, is that... Are we good with NA?
1: (laughs) Good with NA. I think that's enough for this week.
0: Okay, perfect. Uh, But it's not enough for the show. Next up, EU! 31 teams competed in this tournament. $750 was going to go to the first place team with $250 going to the second place team. Vexed Gaming came back after winning in week one, losing in week two. They are now the top dog in week three with Soaring taking second place
1: infused what happened man um they are also one of the um guaranteed teams infused
0: yep. yep that is correct yep because they they placed top 6 at denver so i think that's why based off their placement that's when that's how they got yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um so infused got knocked out by soaring in the semifinal. Uh, So good job by Soaring. Infused, I I saw tweets from you guys as players. I saw tweets from Jimbo saying uh, GG's and they're going to come back stronger next week. So we'll see what happens there. Um, South America, 15 teams competed in the tournament. $350 going to the first place team with $150 going to the second place team. Usual suspects taking first place and solid gaming taking second and last but not least we have Mexico 21 teams competed $350 going to the first place team with $150 going to the second place team Shock the World winning first and Aztec Gaming winning second if I'm not mistaken if I'm not mistaken that is the third um, first place win for Shock the World which means they are undefeated for tournament wins so good for them and then I believe Mind Freak as well? Yep. Mind Freak as well. So, Mind Freak from Australia, three first-place finishings all three weeks. And then Mexico, Shock the World, all three-week first-place finishings as well. GG's. GG's. We'll see if any uh, competition can come out of there because it looks to me... Aztec Gaming can give Shock the World a little run for their money considering their two second-place finishings. But Mind Freak looks to be sitting pretty on top there in Australia. We'll keep an eye on that coming into the tournaments this weekend. Um, so, yeah, I think that's going to do it. Will, do you have anything else that you'd like to add before we close the show?
1: As always, follow us on Twitter at HCS Pro Talk, Facebook.com slash HCS We are on iTunes. We are. Google Play. We are. Not Spotify. <sighs> not yet. But we're on Stitcher. <laughs> we are on Stitcher. And we are on most other streaming platforms.
0: And so. the first the first three episodes are on SoundCloud. <laughs> if you're interested in listening to the first three episodes it's, on SoundCloud. It's the
1: HCS preview. The <laughs> SoundCloud. <laughs> the
0: HCS Pro Talk preview. Oh my God. You're a mastermind. I love it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode five of HCS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for tuning in. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire, joined forever and always by the producer, Will, a.k.a. Mr. Mayhem. And uh, we'll see you next week for some more Halo Esports info. Bye-bye.